And welcome once again, my friends, to the Delegator Daily Thought Podcast. If you're left, you just ain't right, and you're never going to be. Let's get into this, my friends. Let's kick this pig. Let's go to Taxachusetts, uh, one of the uh, most uptight, anal retentive states when it comes to individual liberty, things like that. And what, what greater individual liberty is there than that of self-defense? And that ties directly to the Second Amendment. And I urge you, I put this this the other day, there were three quotes, there's a lot of them out there. But they were founders talking about not just the right to keep and bear arms, but going a little further in, in statements they had uh, defining the, the, their belief in what the Second Amendment really is. That individuals have a right and duty to be armed. Individual citizens. So the, the idea that uh, somehow it's not a, a uh, it's only a collective right and there's no individual right to keep in our arms is absolutely ludicrous. Anybody who tells you that is either a buffoon or a liar, uh, maybe both. Uh, but let's get into this story from Bearing Arms. Cam Edwards uh, talked about this, I believe it was yesterday on his show, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, supporters of the nightmare, nightmare bill, known as HD 4420, are gathering behind closed doors at the state capitol in Boston today. That would have been yesterday, I do believe. Uh, yes, it was yesterday. And they're hoping to persuade uh, their fellow Democrats to ram the legislation through the state house and Senate by the end of the month. On today's Bearing Arms Cam and Company, that's what the, the show is called. You can catch it uh, pretty much everywhere on social media. Uh, and I urge you to watch it and listen. It's good stuff. It really is. Uh, Cam is one of the better spokespeople for the, the Second Amendment, period. On today's Bearing Arms, Cam and Company, uh, Gun, Gun Owners Action League's Jim Wallace, he was on the show yesterday. He gave an update on the Second, uh, second Amendment killing bill. And he's not kidding when he says it would kill the Second Amendment. Uh, the goal of which has been labeled the Lawful Gun Owners Imprisonment Act. According to Wallace, HD 4420 could get a vote on the House floor without a single public hearing. That should not be allowed, period. That should be completely verboten in every state. You should not be able to pass any bill, any, I don't care, state legislature, Congress, whoever, without having a way for the public to see and hear what's going on. That's what the communist countries do. That's what statists do. That's what fascists do. That's what totalitarians do. It is evil, it is wrong, and it is the ultimate un-American act to me. Uh, so they might not even have a single public hearing. Uh, even as a number of police chiefs in the state are joining the chorus of critics. So the police chiefs, and police chiefs typically are more liberal, not always, but they tend to be more the political appointees, and they tend to carry the kind of the Democratic Party line of gun control more than sheriffs. Sheriffs tend to be, and not all, again, tend to be more friendly toward the Second Amendment. A lot of sheriffs said, for instance, in Colorado, uh, when they passed a bill 
uh, restricting the Second Amendment a few years ago, it was about two-thirds or more of the sheriffs of the counties of, of uh, Colorado said, we're not enforcing that crap. We're not doing it. Period. It's unconstitutional. I'm not going to do it. And many others, all these sheriffs made clear they're not going to prioritize. They're not going to do it. So, again, that, that is not always true, but typically sheriffs, more than police chiefs, are conservatives when it comes to firearm rights. In my experience, what I've seen, what I've read. Again, not always, though. Uh, here's some good news there. Wallace said he's heartened that many gun owners have been reaching out to the legislators to express their own opposition to the measures. And if you don't think these legislatures care about voters... They do when it comes to their, their asses losing their jobs because of a bill they may sponsor or vote for or vote against. So they are at least somewhat beholden to the people. Maybe not for the best of reasons, but we'll take what we can get at this point, I guess. Uh, the outspoken criticism by individual police chiefs along with a report issued by the Massachusetts Police Chiefs Association that details some of the many problems in, in this bill, HD 4420, is having at least some impact on lawmakers. There's also political infighting that could delay the bill with House and Senate leadership at odds over the route the legislation should take. Now, uh, the bill's author and co-chair of the Judiciary Committee is Representative Michael Day. He said the goal of the closed-door meeting is to clarify the misconceptions and confusion as gun owner advocates mount intense opposition. He said the discussions would rebut the claims that the bill is total scrapping of the current system. If he wrote the bill and he's saying that it isn't what all these people are saying, all the Second Amendment advocates are saying it's really bad, he's saying it's not, I would believe the advocates. Not always. There, nothing's 100%. Uh, but if I had to bet on a side that's lying more, it would be uh, Representative Michael Day. Time is of the essence when it comes to firearm safety and making sure we make the improvements we need in this area, Day said in an interview following a meeting Thursday with top House Democrats, including Mariano and House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Representative Aaron uh, Michelowitz. Michelowitz, excuse me. Uh, while multiple members of Mariano's leadership team voiced urgency about the bill, they offered differing assessments about the timeline for action amid a, amid a spat with Senate Democrats over which committee should review the bill. Day, uh, Day who noted there have been 13 shootings in Massachusetts so far this month, including one in Metapan earlier Thursday, told the news service he wasn't sure when his proposal might emerge for a hearing or hit the House floor for a vote. Uh, Second Assistant Majority Leader Sarah Peake said the target is for the House to take up Day's bill before lawmakers break at the end of the month. Uh, As good as our gun laws are, she said, clearly they need an update, and we have a serious or a sense of urgency about this, Peake said. This is why we hope to get this done before we recess. Again, if Democrats want this done that badly, it cannot be good for your gun rights. That's just reality. That's as, as genuine as saying that if you if you go find a pit somewhere and you hear a bunch of rattling in it because there's rattlesnakes in there, 
there's a 100% chance that if you stick your stupid hand down there as far as you can, you're going to get bit a few times. That's exactly how serious this is. If Democrats say it's not, it is. Senate Democrats have been fairly quiet about the issue, even as they publicly criticize them for not agreeing to send the bill to his committee. Uh, Senate President Karen Spilica said on the May 24th, inter- or tweet rather, that her chamber is committed to legislation, rent legislation updating the state's gun laws this session. And again, not encouraging. Because I don't trust Democrats with your rights, and you shouldn't trust them with your rights. No one should trust Democrats with your rights or your tax dollars. And Massachusetts is a, a well-known, deep, deep, deeply blue state. That brings us, Cam Edwards says, to the bad news. Uh, Wallace says he's convinced there are still a number of gun owners across the state who have not engaged their lawmakers and who may be oblivious to the existential threat to the right to keep and bear arms posed by HD 4420. That's not hyperbole, even as police chiefs are warning that if HD 4420 becomes law, many legal gun owners, listen carefully, will become criminals overnight. Yes, it's that bad, apparently. And as Wallace shared, even non-residents could end up committing felony crimes if they simply travel through the state on their way to other destinations. If I were to drive from Virginia to Maine, for instance, the HD 4420 would require me to either leave my, quote, large capacity magazines back home or apply to the state for a serial number to etch onto each magazine. Possession of an unserialized uh, ammunition feeding device a magazine would be a felony under 4420 even for those traveling through the state. Can you say draconian boys and girls? Now that provision squarely violates the Federal Firearms Owners Protection Act, but so what? Most of the bill violates the Supreme Court's Second Amendment jurisprudence, uh, but that is of little concern to the gun prohibitionists intent on turning this legislation into law. Here's a partial list partial of the infringements as laid out by the Gun Owners Action League. So the Democrats, they pretty much know it's unconstitutional. But they don't care. Maybe they're hoping to get as, arrest as many gun owners, legal gun owners, as possible. They want to do as much damage as they can before a court says, ah, you can't do that. Stop what you're doing. Go back and do it the right way. Understand that these people are statists. Whatever damage they can do to your individual liberty, they're going to do. Because that's what they do. Period. Here's that list. Section 56 of the, of the bill, uh, this HD 4420 bill. New training mandates. Uh, I guess to, to buy a gun, uh, you have to pass a written exam. Uh, injury prevention and harm reduction education, active, uh, also active shooter and emergency response training. I don't mind people getting active shooter emergency response training. It's probably a good thing. Everybody probably should, but the government telling you you have to, especially as a precursor to a right that they'll begrudgingly grant you for owning a firearm, 
bullshit. Uh, um, Mandating you take a written exam of some sort? Bullshit. Uh, Let me see. Applicable laws relating to the use of force. De-escalation and disengagement tactics. Again, if somebody wants to take a course in that, they can. To mandate it? Uh Uh-uh. Heck no. Uh, Live firearms training to be determined by state police. Students must meet new established minimum requirements. Criminal justice information services will issue certificate rather than the instructor. So you're going to have the government or an arm of the government deciding whether you uh, qualify, I guess, for a certificate for different courses. The way that sounds. Um, Because it says students must meet new established minimum requirements. Doesn't go into detail about what those are. Uh, Now, Wallace says he's heard from firearms instructors who are warning that not only will this expanded instruction likely require, listen closely, four to five days of training and a cost into the four figures. Yes, thousands of dollars. And four to five days, that's a week of work. How much time are you supposed to take off and how, how crowded will the classes be? It might take you months to get in these four or five days of training. Does that sound like Second Amendment friendly? Does it sound like America? No, it doesn't at all. Uh, it would also put a complete halt to all, all mandated training until the state, again the state, uh, primarily gates the new standards and instructors can get up to speed and be certified for training. How long will that take? Months? Year? Years? We know how fast the government moves, right? Uh, it will be virtually impossible, Edwards writes, for would-be gun owners to exercise their Second Amendment rights for an undetermined period of time and only at great expense once the new rules are promulgated. And it doesn't matter if you've had a permit before. That won't even that won't save you, my friends, at all, apparently. Now, folks, I want to get into one more area of this bill. Very important. This is Section 173, I do believe, of the bill. Uh, yes, Section 173. Ban on possessing any gun, loaded or unloaded. These are areas where, if this passes, people of Massachusetts, the subjects of the state and statist of Massachusetts, uh, will have to face new draconian gun laws. Prohibited area shall mean any of the following, including in or upon any part of the buildings, grounds, or parking areas of a place owned, leased, or under the control of the state, county, or municipal government used for the purpose of government administration, judicial or court administrative proceedings, or correctional services, a location in use as a polling place or used for the storage or tabulation of ballots, uh, an elementary school, secondary school, college, university, or other educational institution including transport, used for students of said institution and places where persons are assembled for educational purposes. Also, any private property, listen carefully, any private property, including but not limited to residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural, institutional, or underdeveloped property 
unless the owner has provided express consent or has posted a sign indicating that it is permissible to carry on the premises a firearm with a valid and lawfully issued firearm license or permit under Chapter 140. Also, a law enforcement officer may arrest without a warrant and detain a person found in violation of this section. Uh, these restrictions shall not apply to law enforcement officer while, the, while in the performance of their official duties or a security guard employed by the prohibited area while at the location of their employment and during the course of their employment. Additionally, any large capacity firearm, uh, which is basically any semi-automatic that can accept a detachable magazine, must be transported, unloaded, and locked in a container even, even, even if you possess a valid license to carry. In theory, the state of Massachusetts may allow for concealed carry, but in reality, any gun owner who tries to do so is going to quickly end up committing a crime and going to jail and losing the right to carry a gun because they broke the law. Uh, Edwards sums up this way, HD 4420 is a gun controller's wet dream and a nightmare for any gun owner who lives or visits the state. And according to the uh, Massachusetts Police Chiefs Association, it will also place a severe strain on law enforcement agencies while turning today's lawful gun owners into tomorrow's non-violent felons. Uh, from the MPCA's Firearm Committee report, they write, currently the majority of Massachusetts law enforcement agencies are understaffed or at minimum staffing levels. Departments have difficulty in recruiting qualified candidates from a diminishing uh, civil service departments in particular face a long and tedious process in recruiting, replacing, and training officers. Police academies have limited sessions. Some provisions in this bill create a new host of crimes and activities that officers must respond to. This will divert officers from pursuing investigations and do other uh, traditional activities. In other words, it will hurt everybody, including the police, just trying to do their jobs. All so they can get a lot more people arrested and take their firearm rights away and take their guns away and push for greater gun control. This is a case of weaponizing legislation not against criminals, not against repeat offenders, not against violent offenders, not against the most heinous of the, the violent criminals. No, this is about weaponizing the law and laws against lawful people. People who have broken the laws, who have followed the law, who have done everything they're supposed to. You just create so many laws that it will be impossible at a certain point for you to even own a gun. That's their end game. Uh, so if you live in Massachusetts, know somebody, let them know about this. Uh, and enough hell needs to be raised that the politicians, even the Democrats of uh, Taxachusetts will say, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not committing political suicide. I'm just not going to do it, my friends. Uh, let's look at teachers unions really quick because it's not a pretty sight. American Greatness has a piece up. Uh, let me see who wrote this puppy. Larry Sand. Of the Sand family. That's right. The Sandman is the... Is he the patriarch of the Sand family? The Sandman? I don't know. 
Uh, and I'm certainly not going to sing that stupid Sandman song. Bring me a dream. God, I hate that song. Plus, I can't sing. And I, I hate singing. When I was a kid, there would be like a, a Christmas special or something. And it'd be a man and woman walking and snowing. And it's a nice, it's a holidays. And they just burst in the song over nothing. I hated that as a kid. I still hate it. Hate musicals. It's one of my pet peeves. In my uh, in my own uh, in my own world where only things I liked were allowed, there would be no musicals. There would be no Broadway shows. That's right. And there would be no uh, no unfunny comedians. Comedians would have to be funny to get a show to get licensed. God, I'd be a bad dictator. Earlier this month. According to American Greatness, Larry Sand, earlier this month, the National Education Association, the NEA, I like to call them the National Education Assholes, uh, held its yearly representative assembly in Orlando, Florida. A visitor from another planet might think that a gathering of teachers would find them concentrating on the tragic learning loss caused by the devastating COVID-related shutdowns, the shockingly high rates of violence against teachers are ways to improve the profession. You know, practical stuff. Hardly. This year's theme centered around the freedom to learn. Oh, the freedom to learn. Oh, good God. These bad actors, I mean bad drama queens and kings, uh, no, not learn the ABCs, boys and girls, but rather the debauched material that has become all the rage in public school in recent years. And, of course, Florida and its feisty governor, Ron DeSantis. Yes, the best damn governor in America. Uh, were the focal point of much of the unionist scorn and outrage. Not just outrage. Outrageously outrageous outrage from my sources. That's what they told me. According to the NEA, the mood of the convention was sober, but also defiant. I mean, sober at a teacher's convention? Wouldn't you have to be drunk to even get through that? I mean, the biggest whiners in dealing with the restaurant, large parties, you get a large party of teachers? Oh my God, can we all want, please whine about how much money you don't make, you're so poor. Uh, just telling your server ahead of time that yes, you're going to run his ass off and tip him like crap. They love that when you treat him that way. Uh, you know, I'm a teacher, I don't make much money. Yes, I know you work eight months a year, was it nine, whatever it is. Why don't you uh, quit bitching and become a better teacher? You might get a raise. Why don't you go for a merit raise system? But again, I digress. I'm not going to start to rant about people who teach, who, who treat restaurant workers poorly. Uh, but the mood of the convention was sober, but also defiant. But at least one person was not at all sober. What, was Kamala there giggling? And she had too much to drink? Oh, she talks that way all the time. That's right. Uh, maybe it's Joe Biden. I think he was about to pass out. There was who the world leader was he speaking with a couple days ago, and he's he turned he's saying something, looking down, I guess reading, and it looks like he's falling asleep and mumbling and slurring, and this other world leader's kind of looking at everyone, going like, can, should we call an ambulance or something? Is he dying? Is he just drunk? Is he? 
Uh, certainly, he's not very peppy, so that wasn't his cocaine in that closet. Uh, of course, we know who it was, don't we, Hunter? Oh, uh, Hunter Biden. What a great American he is, huh? The Biden family. Uh, at least one person was not at all sober. You look magnificent, shrieked NEA President Becky Pringle. <laughs> Good God. Okay, look, I'm, I'm talking to, to Miss Pringle's mother and father. If your last name is, is Pringle, that's pretty bad. But to name your child Rebecca, which is probably going to get shortened to Becky, so she'll be known her whole life as, it's Becky Pringle. Why would you do that to your child? Really, why? It's child abuse. And, uh, but uh, NEA President uh, Becky Pringle uh, screamed, you look magnificent at a rally of teachers waving signs and rainbow flags. Everything's got to be rainbow now. Everything. Everything. Uh, I don't... <laughs> it's really... The rainbow used to be a symbol that was kind of cool, you know, colorful, celebratory, good stuff, good times. Now it's uh, it's like freak show. The freak show rainbow. Unicorns don't even want to have anything to do with it anymore. Uh, because they're not doing that with that horn, okay, you freaks? They're not doing it. Uh, Florida, Becky Pringle said is our ground zero for shameful, racist, homophobic, misogynistic, xenophobic rhetoric and dangerous actions. You are showing what it means to fight against out-of-touch politicians like Ron DeSantis. Boy, she almost hates DeSantis as much as Trump does. Uh, maybe Trump should be a teacher. Uh, as shown by this year's new business items, uh, messages of concern from the Hoy holy uh, to the NAA, NAA aristocracy. The Union faithful were certainly in sync with Pringle. Uh, for instance, NBI4 asserts the NEA will inform states and locales of the, lo of the following sample language that may be put into contracts and policies that is LGBTQIA plus inclusive. The language will be as follows. Parental leave instead of maternity leave. Parent instead of mother or father. Birthing parent instead of mother or father. And non-birthing parent instead of mother or father. If you got parents, I'm going to, I'm going to bet that uh, the birthing parent is probably going to be the female. It's kind of the way nature designed it. And uh, the non-birthing parent is probably going to be called a father. Mother and father. Mother, father. See how simple, you stupid, twisted mother. Not going to go there. Not going to go there. Uh, N <laughs> NBI 88 wants the NEA to declare a National Educator Day of Action. Whose purpose, whose purpose is to rally, among other things. So they're going to have a bunch of protests and rallies. Maybe they'll get really angry and burn things down and stuff. Who knows what they'll do. Uh, but whose purpose is to rally, among other things, to protect 
LGBTQIA+. Students and educators, including the right to gender-affirming care and stop book bans. Newsflash, there are no book bans. If a book is banned, you wouldn't be able to purchase it anywhere. Look up the word bans. Have a... Your teachers, y'all all should know how a dictionary works, shouldn't you? Probably not. They probably X'd out every word in the dictionary by now because they're all offensive somehow. I feel bad for our kids. They have to go to school and learn from a bunch of angry, twisted, ideologically bent teachers. And all the good teachers have to put up with their bullshit. So I really feel bad for our kids and good teachers. And if you're a big union teacher, I don't consider you a good teacher or a good person, quite frankly. Yes, that's right. I said it. You're welcome, America. Uh, Speaking of banned books, the union's great summer reads for educators includes kitty porn. (laughs) You know, it's, it's shocking. Ten years ago, could somebody have predicted this? I'm sure some people did, but really, seriously. Uh, but a list of banned books includes kitty porn like Gender Queer, uh, which graphically depicts young people indulging in various kinds of sex. Uh, isn't that illegal? I mean, if they were to uh, find kitty porn on your computer, they would arrest you, charge you, and hopefully throw you in a jail cell with a guy named Bubba. With three toes on his left hand. Yes, that kind of guy. Uh, Depicts young people indulging in various kinds of sex. It's interesting that this, quote, banned book is on a reading list for teachers and is available on Amazon. If you can buy it on Amazon, it's not banned, okay? Don't make me pull the dictionary out because, frankly, I'd rather hit you in the head with a dictionary if you don't know what banned means than even read you the definition. It would give me more pleasure. Uh, It's also available in these things called public libraries. You don't even have to pay to go read them. But But they're banned. No, they're not banned. Buy a dictionary. You can do it for free online, in fact. Dictionary.com. I've used it myself. There is no child porn on Dictionary.com. You have to search for different sites. I think if you're really, really a a teacher, a union teacher today, and you're really into porn for kids, I think you have to go uh, secret places on the dark web or something to get that. I don't know. The teacher's union probably knows far more than I do. Uh, While, let me see, among books on the NEA's suggested reading list is Ready Player One, which explicitly describes blow-up sex dolls not exploding. you, You inflate them, I guess. It's called inflatosex or something. I'm an inflatosexual is what I am. I like them dolls, boy. <laughs> Every once in a while I get too excited, I pop a hole in one. You know what I'm saying? You got to get the duct tape out. <laughs> oh, boy, I can't wait to vote for old Joe Biden and his teachers' unions. That's my favorite peoples right there. Uh, again, blow-up sex dolls, which means inflatable. They don't actually blow up. Online brothels, and that's right, that M word that every, it sounds so odd every time you hear it. It's like, that word shouldn't be allowed in public. It's one of those words I don't like saying. 
masturbation. It's it's something about it. It's weird. We all have those words we don't like to say for some stupid reason. Uh, while sex is featured in many of the selections, other over-the-edge books are on the list. So, not only for perverts, uh, Robin DiAngelo's White Fragility. Uh, Robin DiAngelo, by the way, is a really skinny, ugly white woman who is apparently hates herself because she's white. And as long as she's making money, she'll hate herself because she's white. Because she's a scam artist. Her book is entitled White Fragility, Why It's So Hard for White People to Talk About Racism. Is suggested reading. Uh, it probably is if you want to fall asleep. Because your brain will start to shut down almost immediately. As a rejoinder to Governor DeSantis's Don't Say Gay Law. The law never said don't say gay, by the way. Uh, some of the true believers believing teachers wore t-shirts emblazoned with say gay. Uh, the fact that the word gay or homosexual uh, never appears in the text of Florida legislation doesn't much matter to any of the gender crazed social engineering teachers. What the law's detractors also fail to acknowledge is that the word parents or parental gets 39 mentions. The law only mentions the term sexual orientation and gender identity twice. One, uh, it would be funny if it weren't so sad moment at the NRA uh, shindig occurred outside the building. As Mike uh, Antonucci reports, the NEA, National Education Assholes, I'm sorry, National Education Association staffers represented by the Association of Field Service Employees have been working without a contract since June the 1st. Is working really descriptive of what they do? I'm not so sure. In an attempt to move negotiations along, a group of them showed up at the convention center to hand out leaflets and hold signs. Of course, this did not go over well with the NEA executives who sent conventions, uh, center security and the sheriff's deputy to have them removed from the premises. The staff union also asserts that it was prevented from joining the Freedom to Learn rally and that NEA honchos urged delegates not to interact with the staff union. And it goes on for a little while. But the teachers unions, I mean... The only thing worse than a convention of teachers union people coming to your coming to your town, your city, uh, for a week or three or four days, whatever. The only thing worse than that for people who work for tips would be uh, that's right, the worst people ever, the Mary Kay biatches coming in. You know, we don't make very much money. <laughs> we need eight different checks. Each of us need an iced tea with extra lemon. Or whatever with extra lemon. Uh, can I get some crackers? Do you have any crackers at all? Can a piece of, just a piece of bread? Not toasted bread. I'm allergic. But just bread. Can I have some of that? And by the way, did I mention we don't tip very well? Yeah, those bitches. Them uh, is what I'm saying. I do not like Mary Kay people. They are shamefully bad people. Uh, the only good thing about... I can't tell that story. Can't do it. I might use offensive language. And Lord knows I would never want to do that. But let's go to the lead story. The most important story. Uh, country Music TV, CMT it's known. 
known as, pulls the Jason Aldean's apparently controversial uh, new video of a song that's, I think, several months old. Uh, it's called Try That in a Small Town is the name of the song in a video. And apparently it has been ruled offensive, racist, and not allowable by the uh, Newspeak Commission. Uh, Melinda Newman with a story from Billboard magazine. CMT has pulled Jason Aldean's incendiary video for his new single, Try That in a Small Town. Now, who wrote this again? It was Melinda Newman. Melinda, uh, if you want to do journalism, news, report things, that would not be a very good first, first line. It wouldn't be a good intro line because you exposed what looks like a pretty incendiary amount of well, hatred for Jason Aldean because you declared the video to be incendiary without producing it, without presenting anything else. That was that's your lead. Uh, journalism school called. You still failed. Uh, the visual, uh, which is labeled Broken Bow Records slash BMG, released on Friday, which was July fourteenth, was in rotation on CMT. Uh, through Sunday, the uh, July the 16th, playing in the morning music video hours. It is unclear how many times CMT played the video before pulling it on Monday, other than confirming the outlet had yanked the video. CMT declined to comment on the decision to cease playing the clip. Uh, now, the video apparently is being called racist, 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 and also racist uh, somehow. Uh, the video has received more than 346,000 views on YouTube. It's probably a higher number now. I've viewed it a couple times. I liked it. Good job. Uh, since its release, features Aldine performing in front of a courthouse. And we know, all know how evil courthouses are, don't we? They're incendiary, I believe. Uh, but he's performing in front of a courthouse with an American flag hanging from the entrance. A courthouse in America with an American flag? That's like triple dog racist, I think, or something. No wonder so many leftists are triggered over that. Uh, the performance is interspersed with footage of a flag burning, protesters screaming and attacking police in various scenarios, those are actual news clips, by the way, of protesters violently attacking police. I guess there's no condemnation for those mostly peaceful protesters, though. Uh, but it's interspersed with footage of a flag burning, protesters screaming, attacking police in various scenarios, and robbing a convenience store. Because what's a night out if you can't rob a convenience store? Really, I mean, come on. Uh, it's unclear where the footage was taken from, but at one point a Fox News cryon appears with the word state of emergency declared in Georgia. Aldine. Ah, uh, I need the spooky conspiracy music now. Aldine is from Macon in Georgia. That's right. Georgia. Evil. Toward the end, the violent scenes are juxtaposed against images of Americans, such as a small girl playing hopscotch and a flag rising. As a news anchor's voice comes on talking about farmers dro uh, dropping their crops for the day to help a neighbor. 
A wizened male face comes on the screen and earnestly says, It's what this community and a lot of farm communities stand for. Somebody needs some help, they'll get it. What evil. Helping your neighbors? How un-American is that? Oh my God, what would, what would Marx and Engels say? Upon the release of the video on Friday, Aldean posted his 4.1 million followers on Instagram. Uh, the quote was, he said, when you grow up in a small town, it's that unspoken rule of we all have each other's backs and we look out for each other. Something wrong with that? To you leftists, you don't like that? Uh, it feels like somewhere along the way the sense of community and respect has gotten lost. Deep down, we are all ready to get back to that. I hope my new music video helps y'all know that you are not alone in feeling that way. Go check it out. Again, I'm waiting for the offensive part, I gotta say. Uh, the song is written by Kelly Lovelace. Neil Thrasher, uh, Tully Kennedy, and Kurt Michael Allison. Sounds like a lineup of a porn film or something. And introducing Neil Thrasher. Uh, <laughs> or maybe more be a uh, like a violent horror film starring Neil Thrasher. Uh, the song is an often confrontational take with lyrics challenging those who carjack an old lady at a red light or pull a gun on, this town, on the owner of a liquor store or cuss out a cop to try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. In other words, the message is, don't try that crap here. Someone's going to be there to smack you upside the damn head. Because we don't do that kind of you-know-what in a small town. Apparently, this author is very offended that they would dare want people to stand up against carjackers and other thugs. Uh, let me see... In a later verse, Aldean, who was on stage when the worst gun massacre in U.S. history took place at the Route 91 Festival in Las Vegas of, uh, on October the 1st, 2017. What the hell does him being at this concert have anything to do with this video? Nothing. It's to plant another seed and find another way to bash Mr. Aldean, anybody who likes the song or the video or the music, and anybody who thinks to the right of, again, Marx and Lennon. That's all it is. Uh, uh, let me see. In a later verse, Aldean sings, Got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that shit might fly in the city. Good luck. Sounds like the founders. They wrote a whole lot about that. Of course, this uh, Billboard magazine writer doesn't believe in the Constitution. So... Uh, let me see. After the video was removed from CMT's rotation Tuesday, uh, the country singer posted a lengthy message to his Instagram stories to further explain the song and its video. He writes, I have been accused of releasing a pro-lynching song. See, with the left, everything's lynching. Everything. They, they will compare anything and everything to lynching if they can bash a, a Republican to do it. Um, a song, by the way, that's been out since May and was subject to the comparison that I uh, was not too pleased with the nationwide BLM protests. These references are not only meritless, but dangerous. 
he began, adding that the lyrics do not reference race or point to it, and that all the news footage he used was real. All he did was go to the news and say, here, here's clips from this news, this news, that TV station. What's the problem to the left? Sends the wrong message. That's the problem, of course. Uh, but let me see. No one, including me, wants to continue to see senseless headlines or families ripped apart. Try that in a small town. For me, refers to the feeling of a community that I had growing up where we took care of our neighbors regardless of differences of background or belief. His statement did not address CMT's decision to pull his video. Well, I mean, he expressed helping his neighbors. That's evil. We all know the state's supposed to do everything for us. We're not supposed to help each other. No, the government has to do it for it to count, right? Remember? Uh, the single, which will be featured on Aldine's forthcoming album, debuted on the uh, on Billboard's Country Airplay chart eight weeks ago and rises 26 to 25 for the chart dated uh, July 22nd. Aldine kicked off a new amphitheater tour this weekend. Uh, he did have heat stroke on his July 15th show. He will return to the road on July 20th. Uh, I guess that's just an update that lasts because it doesn't fit with the rest of the story. Uh, unless the writer was going to say, unfortunately, he didn't die. Because it sounds like this woman who wrote this just hates country music, hates Jason Aldean, hates America, hates uh, standing up to criminals. But isn't it interesting, the charges of racism here? So you're telling me a video shows carjackings, uh, violent protests... Uh, violent protest, violent protest, violence being committed. Uh, it hit, It talks about home invasions. It talks about good people being hurt, standing up and defending themselves. Automatically, as soon as bad stuff like that, why is it that the left automatically assumes that uh, it's targeted at black people? Where does that seed of hatred and, and bigotry, that, that seed of hatred and bigotry is not from Jason Aldean, not from country music fans it's from this bimbo who wrote this piece for billboard magazine she's the racist she's the one that associates anything like that with black people so clean your own house up woman learn how to write and maybe one day you'll grow up to be an actual reporter and my friends that is it for me god bless you we appreciate you uh, if you want to be a monthly contributor uh just decide a dollar amount, say 3000 a month. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, but any, any amount you want. When you're listening on Spotify, there's a, there's a little button there as you're listening to my wonderful voice. Give my wonderful opinions in a wonderful fashion. I am stuck on myself, yes. When you're listening to that, all you have to do is hit uh, uh, the button that says support this podcast and then you can go forth and support my podcast it's not a necessary thing you don't have to i would certainly appreciate it uh i do these for free uh because i love america and i love standing up for i think what i think is right uh and i think i have an important voice to uh to share these things and I think I probably give different perspectives than a lot of the boring-ass talking heads you see on TV all the time. Uh, 
who really, if they're worried about flagging ratings, why don't you hire people? You don't have to pay them much. And they'll probably give more interesting and informed opinions than most of the usual talking heads you see on, on TV, on MSNBS, on uh, the Communist News Network, on CNBC, on Fox, on this, on that. Give it a chance. Give it a shot sometimes. Try. See what happens. You don't have to recycle the same talking heads all the time. <clears throat> My friends, three rules to this podcast. If you're left, you just ain't right. God bless America. And go Gators. Y'all be good. Take care. Peace out. That's right. I'm street. I'm streetwise. I can say things like peace out. Be good to yourselves. Be good to your kids and your dogs. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, see you then. God bless you for your support. Be good. Be careful out there, my friends. And uh, be careful of heat today. Very hot across the country. Uh, you don't understand how quickly you can you can suffer some some bad results from getting things like heat stroke or even the things that lead up to heat stroke uh plenty of fluids uh getting some shade we, you need to get go sit in your car in the ac the house but get the heck out of the heat you can't do it especially elderly americans americans with other pre-existing conditions be careful folks be careful uh, I got a, a note on my phone the other day. I still get weather reports from the, the town in Texas I moved from. And here in Virginia, it's been hot and humid. Uh, but it was 107 yesterday in my old town in Texas. 107. Also known as son of a bitch that's hot. And you can get in some trouble pretty quick. So be careful, take care of yourself, plenty of fluids, okay, water's the best, uh, maybe carry some Gatorade around, something like that. Uh, it'd be cool if you carried like a little cooler in your car with cold, refreshing water, some Gatorade maybe, to replenish your other things other than just your, the liquid you need. My friends, I'm going to shut up now, I swear. Y'all be good, take care, and... Uh, We'll talk tomorrow. So be here. Or be square. No, that's not. It's be there or be square. Back in the old days. Peace out, my friends. Y'all be good. Take care. And bye-bye.